the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Now it's time to think and discern. This is Bob Bernie Live. It's the five o'clock hour of Bob Bernie Live. And I thank you for joining me. Here is my telephone number, 877-BOB-LIVE, 877-262-5483. And uh, as I have done at the beginning of all of the segments today, please take the heat, the humidity, seriously. It's dangerous. Uh, I hope it does not happen. But it will be very surprising if we do not have people in central Ohio die as a result of the heat. Elderly people that no one has checked on. They don't have air conditioning. Their power may have gone out. And they're there in their home and no one even knows they're there. And they simply die. That's why if you have elderly people around you, check on them. Make sure they're okay. If uh, you are without power, and there are still over 100,000 people here in central Ohio that were are without power, and uh, AEP, the major power company here in central Ohio, says uh, it may be Friday midnight till we get the power back on. Uh, if you're without power, if you're without air conditioning, find some place you can go. Uh, swallow your pride. Go to a center where you can get cool. Call the relatives, you know, somebody that has air conditioning. But just take it seriously. And if you work outside, it's going to be the same tomorrow from what I can tell. Uh, Make sure that you remain hydrated. And I would suggest strongly that you look up the symptoms of heat exhaustion. Just look it up so that you can recognize it. If you have to be outside, look up the symptoms of heat exhaustion. And if you begin to display some of those symptoms, stop what you're doing, get help, get hydrated, get cooled down, just take it seriously. You know, we joke about how hot it is, but this is is serious stuff. It uh, really is. So take it seriously for yourself and for people that are around you as well. What happens when a government becomes totally totalitarian? Well, things like this that just happened in China. Uh, And please don't forget, there are a whole lot, a whole lot of American politicians that want us to move in the direction of socialism or even full-blown communism. It'd be best. Everything would be equal. We would distribute wealth. Everybody, yeah, right. Well, this happened. Okay, let me let me back up. 
During the height of the COVID crisis in China, the Chinese government froze a lot of bank accounts. Why? Why would you freeze bank accounts because of COVID? Well, of course, the Chinese government said, well, we're doing this for your good. We got to get through this crisis and... um, Uh, We're going to put a block on access to your funds and and so on. Uh, So anyway, that block supposedly is to be um, removed pretty quickly. But some folks in China are getting tired of not having access to their funds, their deposits. Uh, Some of them are business owners, small business owners. Their bank accounts have been frozen, so they can't pay their employees. So anyway, a, uh, a group of Chinese citizens decided to go to, uh, what is the name of the city? Yeah, I've got it here. Henan, H-E-N-A-N. Uh, This is one of the centers for banking and so forth. And so they went to protest to go to Hinnan, H-E-N-A-N. Well, here's the problem. Since COVID came, most of the people in China are given what we would call a passport. A passport is used to get out of the country to go to another country, not in China. And I don't think they're calling them passports, but they have passes. And these passes determine when and where you can travel. There are checkpoints. Yeah, every communist country has checkpoints. I'll tell you in a minute about checkpoints in my personal experience. But anyway... Uh, so they have checkpoints, and you have to show your little your little card. Well, they're all connected electronically. I don't know whether it's a um, a a barcode or um, um, not a UPC, but there's some kind of code on the card, and those are the checkpoints. Can scan them. And that will tell the authorities, the police, or whatever, whether you can travel or not. Well, here's what happened just recently. Several of these people are going to this city to protest. But they found that when they tried to travel to the city of Henan, they found that their health code, yes, 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 Part of this passport thing is, have you tested positive for COVID? Do you have, have you been vaccinated? Uh, where do you stand as far as health is concerned? And you can be banned from traveling. Now, doesn't that sound totalitarian? Hmm. And do you just think back, uh, what, a year and a half ago, where there were several states? You were not allowed to leave the state. You could not enter the state unless you were vaccinated, could show proof of vaccine. Remember that here in America? Well, that's still happening in China. And here's what happened. The health code on the card turned red, which means there's something wrong health-wise. They can't travel. 
can't travel. You can't move. You can't go to this city. Were they sick? No. Did they have COVID? No. But their health code turned red after they had registered the day before to travel to this city. Oh, yeah, in order to move around, you have to register. You have to tell the authorities where you're going to go and why you're going and so forth. Now, the reason I bring this story up, we were quickly headed in this direction a year and a half ago. We were quickly headed in this direction with COVID. Our government, state governments, use this for health reasons. We had some of it here in Ohio with Governor DeWine, and you will remember Amy Acton. Yes, you will remember Amy Acton. And your activities were severely limited because of what the government said about your health or your risk of health and so on and so forth. Thankfully, the American people refused to accept, well, not all, Many people went, okay, if that's for our good, if that's what you want us to do, okay, okay, yeah, okay. But many people did not. And those restrictions now have been lifted. But if the government could do that for COVID, think of what they could do for financial reasons or other reasons or political reasons or if Roe v. Wade is indeed overturned. Well, we don't want riots breaking out, so you can't travel. I'm not saying that's going to happen. I'm just saying that throughout history, we have seen governments use this crisis, that crisis, in order to control the people. In China, they don't want to run on the bank, and so they turn their health card red so that they can't go to the bank to protest or withdraw their money. Just another illustration of where totalitarians, socialists, and communists want to take us. Oh, and don't think it would not be extended to churches. Oh, wait. It was already used against churches all across America. We got COVID. You can't have church. California, Mississippi, many other states. You can't. You can't be in person in church. Really? We are so close at any time to potential totalitarianism. Today's news, God's Word, and your thoughts. This is Bob Bernie Live. Oh my goodness, how many, how many, how many times have I said in the last two and a half years when this whole COVID thing is behind us, and for the most part, it is. 
unless you listen to Dr. Fauci and some of the talking heads on TV. If you listen to them, we're still, we're all going to die from COVID. Uh, But I've said, I think literally hundreds of times, when it's all said and done, it's all behind us, we're going to realize that almost everything we were told was wrong about COVID. Now, again, I want to make it clear, I'm not saying that there was some big conspiracy. I think it was just ignorance. And just like with the gun thing, what is everybody screaming after every single mass shooting? It is time to do something. And I'm not making that up. You've heard that over and over and over and over again. I had one of our listeners bless their heart, call me and say, well, Bob, it's time to do something. Okay, what? Well, I don't know, but we got to do something. Well, that's what was happening with COVID. The general public was looking to the experts and saying, you got to do something. And so the experts got behind closed doors, and I really I really believe the experts got behind closed doors and said, what do you think we had to do? I don't know. I have no idea. We've never faced anything like this. This is brand new. Well, well, let's make some things up. Okay, let's make some things up, and then we'll tell everybody, and it'll, it'll calm them down. You really think it'll help? Well, probably not, but at least we're doing something. All right, that's probably an exaggeration, but I really do think there was some of that. Well, we truly are finding that much of what we were told we were supposed to do actually harmed. I uh, I just saw this story just a few minutes ago. Headline, the FDA's vaccine advisors have given a thumbs up to vaccines from Moderna and Pfizer for the youngest children. We're talking about children under five years old. And I hear something that we can all agree on. Children under five are not at risk, except in unbelievably rare situations, children under five do not die from COVID. They don't even get sick. It is unbelievably rare for a kid to get sick, and even more rare for a child to die. It's almost unheard of. Why are we putting experimental vaccines into the bodies of little children when we have no clue how those children are going to respond to those vaccines? Why are we doing that? I I think it's abuse. I think it's terrible. I think it's medical malpractice. And what do I know about medicine? But I've got a tiny little bit of common sense. And if you look at the facts, children are not really impacted by COVID, except in rare instances. So why are we going to try to vaccinate every little child in America for something that won't impact them? We're not talking about the measles. We're not talking about chicken pox. We're not talking about a disease that kills children by the thousands. We're not talking about that. Well, that's that. And then the whole masking of little children. Masking of little children. 
Now, my wife and I are not medical experts, don't pretend to be, never went to medical school, have no medical credentials whatsoever. But I remember on several occasions, Joy and I talked about this. If you isolate these little children and make them wear a mask constantly, you're going to destroy their immune system. They're not going to be immune to anything because they're living in a sanitary bubble and they're not going to be able to develop their natural immune system. Now, that's two totally non-medical people using a little common sense. Well, here's a report just came out. Quote, masking and lockdowns weakened children's immune systems, leading to increases in summer viruses. Doctors' offices and hospitals are noting a concerning trend of children coming in for treatment with as many as three different viruses. Viruses that usually only appear in the winter months. Quote, These children are being admitted with respiratory viruses usually seen only during the winter months. An infection control expert and associate professor of pediatrics at Yale told the Washington Post, that's not typical for any time of year and certainly not typical in May and June. Michael Mina, an epidemiologist and chief science officer at the digital health platform eMed, explained that the sharp uptick in cases of these viruses outside of their usual seasonal occurrences was largely blamed on the lack of exposure to viruses over the last two years. In other words, all of that masking and isolation for children... Did it protect them from COVID? Not really, because they weren't susceptible anyway. Did it it destroy their immune system? Yes. Did it do more harm than good? Yes. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.